Trade Square is Australia's first business-to-business marketplace connecting people, brands and organisations into this diverse ecosystem in a unique global landscape. Through pivoting, transforming and reshaping, Australian businesses have an opportunity to create the model for the future that aligns with the world's needs and leveraging the power of a collaborative approach. Through the Trade Square podcast, we will bring together dynamic, diverse and thought-provoking leaders from business, government and organisations to have conversations to further enable new thinking for the future. Welcome to Trade Square, Australia's leading business-to-business marketplace. I'm Catherine Vandermeulen and today we're connecting with Glenn King, Chief Executive Officer at Property Exchange Australia, Australia or better known as PEXA. How are you, Glenn? I'm very well, Catherine. It's great to be here with you. We are very excited to have this conversation with us. But before we dig around into learning more about your world, I'd love to hear more about who is Glenn King. Well, Catherine, I, I uh, would start firstly from a personal lens. I'm a, a husband. I've been married nearly uh, 30 years now. Uh, a father of uh, two wonderful teenage children. Uh, I'm a son, obviously, of uh, my uh, parents. And uh, yeah, certainly, hopefully, a, a loyal and uh, trusted uh, friend of many friends from around the world. Uh, so that's from a personal lens. Uh, and I'd say that if I was to describe myself, I, I would be generally optimistic and uh, passionate, passionate about uh, things I do, resilient, curious, and uh, also just interested. So uh, when I talk about that, I've had the opportunity to work in multiple sectors from uh, financial services, uh, not-for-profit, uh, the public service and uh, in digital and uh, worked in uh, multiple countries as well from Australia, New Zealand, uh, England, Scotland and Ireland. And uh, and all those things have uh, helped me in terms of who I am and I certainly uh, hope I can continually learn uh, about new things, which is something that is something I'm very passionate about. You've mentioned the word passion a number of times. What are those things in your role now at PEXA that you are super passionate about? Yeah, it's a, a great question. Look, I, I would be, and something that's actually translated through uh, all the uh, sectors and uh, roles I've had. But I'm really passionate about customer service, uh, putting the customer at the centre of every, everything you do, whatever business you're running, uh, always delivering and thinking about how can you enhance and deliver better outcomes for customers. Uh, I'm passionate about uh, organisations that are very strong around their uh, purpose and their moral purpose in doing the right things uh, for the right reasons and thinking about uh, long-term sustainable uh, growth, not just for uh, your customers, but for your people, which I'm passionate about, the people of uh, PEXA and uh, any organisation I've worked with and for but also the broader uh, community and uh, ensuring that you, you as a person within an organisation, whether you're a leader or not, you're thinking about what role does your organisation play within the community, again, in terms of delivering sustainable value. And sustainable value, not just in terms of, say, the environment, but sustainable value in terms of the, the global good uh, as well. So that that would be the things I'm very passionate about. I'm also passionate, I must say, Catherine, about learning, uh, I've been now in uh, uh, you know, professional services in some form or another, as I mentioned, across multiple sectors. 
And one thing that I definitely do know now over the uh, 30 plus years I've been working across is I continually learn. You know, I'm always learning uh, about how to do things better, how to uh, uh, put yourself in someone else's shoes, what's going on in terms of digital. If I think just on digital uh, and where we are now in terms of the globe, I was involved in the establishment of the first internet banking service for the National Australia Bank Group back in the 90s. So think about where that's uh, progressed now to uh, 2021. So always learning, and uh, and I think that's an important part of any leader, uh, not thinking you know everything. It's about how you can you learn and help to make things better. So tell us about your call to venture to joining PEXA. Yeah, look, at PEXA is a wonderful organisation, and it's a, a wonderful organisation in terms of how it's uh, transformed the uh, property sector and the property experience uh, within Australia, you know, moving from paper-based to electronic and digital and, and certainly uh, delivered some uh, wonderful outcomes. So I had the uh, uh, opportunity to uh, uh, join PEXA and, and become the CEO and uh, uh, help take PEXA to the next stage of its uh, journey. And what, what excited me about PEXA was a number of things. Firstly, the wonderful transformation PEXA has already achieved. Uh, secondly, how do I take PEXA and grow it to that next stage and continually transform the property experience for everyone uh, on a further dimension? Uh, the people of PEXA and the culture. Uh, I was really excited about joining PEXA uh, in terms of its people and culture, and I can explain that a little bit later. The customer, uh, because you know, buying and selling a property is one of the key life events of uh, people, and, uh, and I was certainly uh, keen to uh, help help on that because I think it's a critical life event. And then the other side is uh, PEXA is critical in terms of the broad Australian economy. You know, it connects 9,000 plus conveyances, small business, legal firms, large ones as well, property developers, 150 financial institutions, all the various uh, government, government, state governments from land titles offices, state revenue offices, Commonwealth as well. So it's an essential service for Australia and an essential service for the economy. So I was uh, very excited about joining PEXA, a successful organisation, and to help PEXA go to that next level in terms of adding even greater value uh, to the economy and, and ideally move into international jurisdictions as well. So the last 12 months, as we all know, have been an interesting, interesting year, let's to say the least. How have you seen Australian businesses really add value into the world during this time? Well, it's a, a great question as well. And uh, I think there's a, there's a number of things that I've seen in Australia in the, in the last year, particularly with COVID uh, and, you know, just the changes in the world just, just generally. Firstly, the business community collectively across multiple sectors have really looked at how can they uh, add value not only to their employees, which is always a uh, key requirement of any organisation, but to, the, to their customers, but also to work together to ensure that the Australian economy uh, is stable and ideally continue, continues to grow. And I think business leaders, whether from small businesses, large businesses, have all looked to work together to really protect and grow the Australian economy. So that's one thing that I saw, the collective coming together. From a, particularly from a... A property sector uh, lens, uh, one of the, the uh, many good things of uh, PEXA, given we're a, a digital uh, 
platform that uh, helps connect conveyances, banks, consumers to allow them to continually buy, sell and settle uh, in property. What we saw in the uh, 2020 is uh, many in different uh, uh, states jump onto the PEXA platform to ensure that they could continually buy and sell property and uh, keep the uh, sector going well and uh, growing in turbulent times. So to give you an example there, Catherine, that we saw in South Australia where there's still a heavy um, emphasis on doing uh, property exchange on a paper base, that uh, when COVID hit, there was a, a rapid move to use a pe- using the PEXA platform and the uh, property settlement via the PEXA, PEXA platform went from around about 20% to uh, now over 90% where it's uh, uh, done digitally rather than uh, paper-based. And that move, you know, was a reason, not the sole reason, but a reason of why the uh, South Australian uh, property sector was able to continually progress and move forward uh, no matter uh, having physical um, distancing and uh, lockdowns. So that was uh, one aspect that I certainly saw in the uh, 2020 and, and just generally what... What I've also seen, and there's other organisations as well, you know, you can see uh, coming through and providing, you know, more services from a digital lens, but uh, thinking innovatively and uh, differently. If you take Small Business Australia, buy local, all those various um, uh, sectors, uh, uh, bodies all coming together to, to ensure that small businesses, local businesses, large businesses, businesses can continually operate and deliver to the broader economy and PEXA has certainly played a key and an important role in Australia. And so thinking about the people and the individuals behind the organisations, how have resilient, dynamic and resourceful individuals really played a key role in working towards transforming Australian businesses? Yeah, well, the, the, another um, another great question that, and certainly this, this is something I've seen just generally as a... Uh, professional, the importance of resilience and the ability to adapt and uh, learn. And if you take Australia, uh, just generally, we've seen it with the you know, horrific bushfires um, a couple of years ago, the floods that we've experienced in uh, Queensland and uh, northern New South Wales. Uh, and you've just seen in terms of generally uh, the importance to adapt and evolve. And in Australia, I, I think resilience and we're in a resilient uh, country. That uh, what I've seen there in the in the past twelve months is our resilience to adapt and evolve to the changing uh, circumstances with uh, COVID. As an example, uh, the way that the national cabinet got together, you know, where all the state premiers and the prime minister all got together and and evolved their coag process to a national cab- cabinet process that moved a lot faster. Or the way that uh, if you take New South Wales, where they use the Service New South Wales app uh, in terms of tracking and tracing people in terms of using uh, restaurants and uh, small businesses, etc. You know, real quick adoption and uh, innovation going on there. And similarly, again, if you uh, take the way that the the retail or the hospitality sector has really started to move forward in terms of uh, delivery delivery of foods and services or the way uh, individuals adopted technology such as Teams and Zoom and WebEx and really start to move forward in terms of using that so they could keep connected, uh, whether it's from a business or 
a personal level as well. So I think in Australia just generally, our adoption of technologies move rapidly. And certainly within PEXA, uh, we've moved rapidly as well and in a number of ways. I gave the example of South Australia, but as one another example, we hold uh, regular Property X events where we get our uh, conveyances and our lawyers around Australia together. We used to do them more physically. Now we do them uh, virtual, uh, and that will evolve further where it will become uh, a hybrid with uh, virtual and in-person. And what that's allowed us to do is to bring more of the regional uh, businesses together into our uh uh, customer service, our property X, our member events, just generally, and it's led to greater connection in uh, numerous ways. So we, we're, we're, Catherine, we're very proud that we've been able to support the you know, seven trillion dollar uh, property sector just generally in Australia by adapting and using new technology, and as part of our uh, one of our key values at Pexa is innovate for good, and we're very clear about innovate for good, but also another value is better together. And we want to make sure we kept everyone together so we could innovate for good and to uh, help Australia just generally. You touched on earlier about the importance of continuous learning and something that you are extremely passionate about. What is something that you have really learnt in your business or, you know, on the outside of the business that really you have found really beneficial that you would be interested in sharing? Well, the, a couple of... A couple of things that I've learned, uh, again, uh, whether I was in, uh, involved, when I was involved, sorry, with uh, Service New South Wales, setting that up, or as an example now involved with uh, PEXA, is really having the customer at the centre of everything you do. And uh, if you have the customer in the centre in terms of designing and evolving your service and you're always putting yourself in the customer's shoes, you know, you can, can, can continually drive improvement. You know, we see many times where people develop the old mousetrap and then try to find someone who actually wants it. I think you're having the customer at the centre, living and breathing the customer, whether it's on the phones, whether it's experience the service that you're delivering. I think that's a, a key requirement for any business and any successful business really has a customer at heart. The second thing, though, in saying that, uh, which I think is also important, is two, two elements that link to that. The first is really ensuring that your people are engaged and excited about everything you uh, do as an organisation. So I'm a big believer in the service profit chain. The happy, engaged people lead to happy, engaged customers and lead to better outcomes for your uh, uh, owners, no matter what ownership model you've got. And so really uh, ensuring your people are engaged and excited. And one element that actually helps with that, Catherine, and something that I would really encourage organisations to adopt and pick up is experimentation. So learning fast, innovating fast and experimenting with our new services and ideas. So one of the things I've learned is uh, prototyping, which allows you to test and learn fast and uh, organisations such as uh, Google use prototyping. And then the other thing that I've also learned, uh, spent some time at Harvard where uh, you uh, learnt uh, experimentation on a fast basis uh, in multiple sectors, whether it was in uh, public sector or private sector. And there's a great article by Gary Hamill on uh, innovation. So experimentation and learning fast rather than having hundreds of pilots, pilots that you spend millions of dollars on, learn fast, quickly, involve your people and keep the customer at heart. So that's something that I would advocate and champion no matter what organisation 
or sector I worked for. Experimentation is such a wonderful word. It could be the next takeover from innovation. You know, innovation has become so broad. I think experimentation could be the next generation of, uh, of innovation. Yeah, I, I'd agree. And it's, it's interesting you say because if you take the lens of experimentation, the whole point of that is that you're learning. So if you fail in something, that's still a great learning and you can get better the next time. And uh, so there's no uh, right or wrong. And that, uh, you know, that just leads to a different mindset with the uh, experimentation. And as much as anything, if you remember back to our old school days in the science lab, you're experimenting, learning all the time. And, uh, and again, this comes back to uh, uh, us as people and humans, you know, the only way to move forward is to learn and test. You know, back to the old riding your first bike when I was a, the son and I fell over a few times there, Catherine, I can tell you. But I can ride a bike now. <laughs> and so tell us, what are some of the hot topics uh, in the PEXA office or even around the boardroom table, if you're open to that? Yeah, for sure. Well, well what, one, what, one area that, uh, and I'm sure uh, this is something across, hopefully across uh, all organisations, is cyber. Uh, you know, the increasing now move to uh, digital and technology means that uh, more and more organisations have to invest in uh cyber awareness, cyber security, cyber protection. And that's something that we're very conscious about and we're investing heavily, uh, not just within our organisation, but also investing in helping uh, our uh, customers and our other partners as well about the importance of uh, cyber protection. So that's a, a particular hot topic for us and uh, you know everyone needs to be uh, cyber aware. Uh, a couple of other areas for us is, you know, we're, you know, we've certainly helped transform part of the uh, property experience in the property sector, but we believe there's more we can do. Uh, in, I mentioned earlier our, our purposes around transforming the property experience for everyone. And whilst we've helped transform part of the uh, property experience, we believe there's more we can do across numerous other areas, from uh, using data to help with policy makers in government to helping with uh, areas for uh, homelessness as well. We've just entered into a partnership with homes for homes so uh yeah we believe there's more we can do so growth and uh expansion opportunities to provide more and probably the last one i would add you know there's numerous others but another example is just the with our COVID and the new ways of working we're uh adopting and testing the ways we can work even more effectively as an organization we've got approximately 400 pixarians as we like to know ourselves and we're uh we're looking at how can we work more effectively in a different in ways and different environment that that uh, it really utilises technology but still keeps the social fabric and the culture of PEXA alive and well. So there's three uh, particular hot topics for us at the moment, Catherine. So thinking about that cyber awareness, because that is a beast in itself, as an organisation, whether that be a small business or a large enterprise, what is kind of one or two things that you would say would be a starting place to become more cyber aware? Yeah, well, well, well one, one example is if you take the, uh, the Commonwealth Government, they have a number of services um, from their uh, a particular agency that helps uh, not just individuals but also businesses in terms of the critical things you need to be aware of from a cyber investment and a cyber education perspective. So one thing I'd suggest there, Catherine, is no matter whether you're a small or a large firm, look to 
other organisations that you can work with, and the Commonwealth Government's one, in terms of uh, protecting protecting your organisation. And I'll, if I'll give you an example, I went to Estonia uh, a few years ago and uh, the way they think as a country about cyber protection and cyber awareness is quite unique. They all come together to protect themselves and the business because they know it's for the, the common good. And I think the uh, Commonwealth Government is certainly moving down that track as well. The second thing I would uh, also suggest that is a, a small tip is we spend a lot of time uh, educating our people, the 400 people, about the importance of cyber and the things that you need to do, not just within your own role, but across the organisation and from an individual perspective as well. So one of the important things, firstly, is just ensuring cyber awareness within your organisation. So that would be the second uh, point that I would raise. And then probably the third one, Catherine, just to add a different one, is partnering partnering with different organisations as well. So we partner with uh, uh, specialist cyber organisations, uh, both globally and locally uh, too. We always love to get those actions uh, to support people to make those changes, you know, because it's all very well to have these big notions and these big ideas, but it's wonderful to have those um, steps that they can take to move forward on some of those particular topics. So I wanted to ask you, what are some of the ways that you, in your role at PEXA, that you really actively challenge the status quo? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great great question. And it's probably, you know, there's a range of areas, but just in terms of uh, challenging the status quo, uh, one of the things that we do is we, we get outside in leaders to come and spend time with our 300, 400 people. So we get leaders from different fields and um, from different experiences to share their observations and learnings. And that helps challenge our thinking and also helps us challenge uh, our lens as well. And so we've had um, different leaders from different backgrounds. That's one. Second thing is that uh, we, you know, and from my, my um, own personal lens, you know, as an example, I would send a, a message via Slack uh, at least once, if not twice a day, to all my three, four hundred uh, colleagues, and ask them to uh, put their views, ideas, challenge as well, and that that allows uh, for uh, open discussion and ideally open debate, and uh, allows us to get three, four hundred people ideas rather than uh, one or two. So that that certainly helps uh, challenge uh, the status quo as well. And then probably the the third. Uh, quick example I'd give is that we've also just launched a new business called under uh, PEXA called PEXA Ventures and it's uh, uh, we have an advisory board of uh, PEXA uh, Ventures of people from uh, different backgrounds and skills and a leader who's our uh, head of uh, innovation and uh, the idea of PEXA Ventures is to work with our broad uh, ecosystem of uh, 9,000 SMEs and uh, 150 financial institutions, etc., where we can uh, come up with uh, new ideas, um, incubate them, and move fast in uh, testing them and experimenting with them as well. And so what that allows us to do is rather than trying to do things just ourselves and just ourselves in terms of ideas, is to expand the uh, environment as well. And, you know, in many ways, create like an open source environment 
uh, within the pizza ecosystem. And that certainly helps challenge the status quo as well. So they're, the, they're probably three. But the thing, Catherine, which um, I've learned over the years as well, and this comes back to your point about cyber, you can often talk about all these things and they're all great ideas and, and you would have seen it as well, Catherine, where people have these ideas and wonderful documents. It really comes down to the ability to move fast and execute. And so we, we like to uh, execute on them and implement them and test and learn at the same time. So uh, it's only when you're on the field that you're actually playing the game that you can actually see how well you can do it. And you can, everyone can sit in the grandstand. Let's get on the field and have a crack. So that's the, um, the other side in terms of our status quo. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And you touched on uh, a word that I love and something that I'm super passionate about, which is around the ecosystems. And, you know, I think we're hearing more uh, in 2021 about ecosystems and how they're really playing into building the future of our organisations and our economy and our world, really, and how they all play a part in that interconnection together. So uh, thanks for sharing more about your uh, ecosystems as well. And one final question for you. How can our listeners really support the work of PEXA to creating more impact? Uh, that's a, look, that's a, a wonderful question and a great, great um, uh, offer. I, I think it really come, probably coming back to a couple of things that I'd uh, mentioned earlier. One is that I think as a country, just generally in the listeners, is adopting and, and utilising technology just generally. And uh, I mentioned how PEX is involved in the property sector and we'll keep helping our uh, customers and our members and our people and our partners in terms of transforming the sector using digital so you lead to a better customer experience and therefore helping the economy just generally. But probably the other one that I'd mention is, you know, in terms of the listeners, really ensuring that your firm and your business and yourself as an individual is uh, cyber aware and uh, making yourself fit for purpose to protect yourself and protect ourselves from Cyber crime and uh, and the other uh, consequences of uh, 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 cyber uh, issues, because doing that ensures that we can protect the economy just generally. And uh, so, if there's one thing I would say is uh, certainly ensuring that everyone you know, increases their fit for purpose around cyber. Well, thank you so much, Glenn, for sharing your world and your wisdom in a really wonderful and dynamic conversation. Thank you very much, Catherine. I really enjoyed it. And thank you to everyone who listens. For more information on TradeSquare, head to www.tradesquare.com.au and support Australian business economic recovery and growth with a collaborative approach to the future of business. Thank you.